Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to take a little bit different approach. Um, we're going to kind of talk about inflation, the state of the world, and, well, like I said, a little bit different format, a little bit less formal. Uh, see what you think. So, let's get started. So, these jackasses at the the car shop, at the, the Dodge dealership, right? So... I had major, uh, I, I, I bought my cool 2011, which is the newest truck I've ever owned. And, you know, as close to new and cool as I'll ever be. Right. Um, I, I buy it and the thing was nothing but a piece of shit and whatever. It's got one of those 5.7 Hemi. So you're like cool and whatever. And damn, that engine was a piece of shit. <laughs> so I go in and I have major repairs done this is like six months ago mm-hmm. right after i buy it so they redo everything everything's great but now mind you all their diagnosis is like total bullshit so they'll be like you know what um everything in the engine's fucked you just need a new engine so whatever um but they don't pull it apart like how can you make that decision without hearing a noise or pulling a valve cover off Mm -hmm. right that's my point like if you don't look in there at all or you're not hearing like gee it's like poking push rods through the valve cover or something like then we can talk you know you'd be like hey you know there's something going on there sorry because they can't diagnose anything then the uh the transmission is like all right um well when you shift, it has that, you know how cards have that plus minus shifter on it. Uh And so like you put it into that and then you can go to the left and it manually, you know, down no one and whatever, and you can go to the right and it'll go up two, three, four. So when you put it in, it like defaults and goes to second gear. But then if you like, kind of just like lean it to the side as you move it, it properly does just what it should. So it's clearly like in alignment with like the switch of the shifter or the shifter is just not, you know, quite right. The switch is worn out something. Well, you could probably go to a transmission guy, but my, my thought is all we can do is replace the transmission because that's what we do. Right. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't sound. So you basically, you have to replace the entire, entire fucking truck, the engine and the transmission. Yeah. That's what they're recommending where they were going. So, right. So we, we, whatever they, they work out shit and they do major repairs and everything's good. And I get it back this six months ago I get it back. And sure enough, a couple days later, like the next time I drive it, check engine lights right back on and you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I look and it says, Oh, you know, this cylinder is bad, whatever. So I go back and I'm like, yeah, you know, you fucked up, fix it again. 
they fix it again, drive it day later, check engine light back on, same thing. Same. I'm like, yeah, obviously. Same yeah, cylinder. Same codes. Yeah. 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 And so I like, all right, you know, it says the uh, the spark plug and the coil and the fuel injector. So I change all those and it's still on. So everything else I read says, oh, it's fucked up in the cylinder and mm-hmm. fucked. So I go back, fucking have them look at it again this six months later, but I just didn't have time to deal with it. And they're like, yeah, all right, um, it, it's the engine again. Need another engine. And I'm like, right. Yeah, you guys are fucked up. But the upside is they're like, oh, it's completely under warranty. Labor parts, the whole thing. We'll do another a new engine for you. I'm like, nice. All right, fuck it. I drive out of there. Check engine light goes off and fucking hasn't been back on since. But don't worry, the new engine's on order. So okay, well, so I mean, really, what you I need to do, it, yeah, is just deconnect, deconnect that whatever sensor is that's telling you something's fucked up. I think once they have the new engine, they're already connect. They're already committed. Yeah. Well, I mean, so we're just usually yeah. when I have a check engine light, I what I do to to fix it is I cut like a little piece of electrical tape and just stick it over where that light and comes put it on. over the yeah, and then line. problem <laughs> yeah, solved. <that's, laughs> I don't see I don't see it anymore. Yeah, exactly. No, that that's pretty much what I got going on there. I I don't know. It's fucked up world. Yeah. So all I've noticed is the world is fucked up. Yeah. And everywhere I turn. Everything's fucked up. People are lazy as shit. Dude, I go to Sam's Club yesterday. Oh, so I go to pick up my truck. So I got to be there early in the morning. Right. Because they're like, oh, it could take three weeks to like three months for a new engine to come in. And I'm like, great, I'll come pick it up tomorrow. And they're like, why? You want it back? And I'm like, I'm going to leave it there for three months just because the check engine light's on, but it runs fine. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I guess we could put it back together. Well, how long will that take? Is it a big deal? Well, it'll take us like an hour. I'm like, yeah, I'm not leaving it there for three months for an hour of work on your part. And mind you, they're covering the labor. So whatever. I'm like, fucking put it back together, you dumbass. So anyway, I go pick up my truck and, and it's like 9.30. So I'm like, oh, look, you know, this is... Now, mind you, where I live is the middle of freaking nowhere. Right. So it's like a 50-minute drive into right, to town. And to anywhere. And so, you know, it's closest Dodge deal or whatever. So they uh, they put it together. And uh, I'm already in town. So I'm like, shit, well, I'll go to Sam's Club. Well, apparently it's 930 in the morning. And Sam's Club is only open for like people who pay extra money. What? At 9:30 in the morning? Yeah, I didn't know this either. What like senior so citizens go, or people that, that have it like yeah. a super Sam's Club card? Yeah, super Sam's Club. Okay. You got to pay the I extra didn't know money. This. So I go and I get in the line and they're like, "Yeah, you can't check out. Now you have to pay for the super thing if you want to check out." And they're like, "Or you could stand here for 15 minutes and then we'll check you out." How much was the super Sam's Club like, card? I think it was going to cost me 57 more bucks. And I was like, I don't know. That might be worth 15 minutes. (laughs) Uh, Dude, I I thought that, but I didn't want to be rude. Yeah. I was like, all right, whatever. I'm out of here. So I leave my ship. I then go, 
I, I need to get like new cell phone stuff. And I freaking, I'm like, all right, I'll go to this U.S. cellular is the only thing that like has service out where I live. Turns out Verizon doesn't work here because why would it? Right. So I go I and their like place says they open at 10 o'clock. So I pull in at like 9.55. I'm like, cool. I just got to wait it out. I sit there till 10.05. They don't fucking open up either. So I'm like, yeah, that sounds right. Uh-huh. So I'm like, all right, let's move right along. And then uh, I go home and cry. And, yeah. And that's the state of the world. Yeah, that's how things work now. I, I think that's kind of my point it is the whole thing is just shit, man. Nobody <laughs> wants to do anything. Nobody works. Nobody, nobody even tries. Yeah. It's just the state of the world. So with that. That's kind of what I wanted to talk about in the podcast today. Okay. Is the state of the world. Just the bullshit. The nonstop bull. It's nonstop bullshit. The nonstop bullshit. So with that, um, turns out there's inflation going on. You guys probably didn't realize this. You're, you're shocked to hear it. But it turns out it's causing all kinds of problems. Now there's, what is it they say, you know, unintended consequences or something. That's kind of what's happening here. So you probably don't know, but our government printed a whole butt ton of money. Then the, they shut down the economy and nobody worked. Um, when nobody went to work, um, basically they stopped construction they stopped all kinds of stuff happening because basically thing is it, it goes on, on multiple levels. So you're not getting shingles delivered to the store because they're not being made. Then the roofer can't put new roofs on um, the siding, the nails, the screws, the copper wire, the everything is dependent on the whole supply chain and all this stuff. It was all available, but at stupid prices or maybe not even available. And that's that's the whole dilemma. Um, so all that ends up just slowing down everything. So the problem is now you have all these houses and new buildings and new construction stuff not being built. When they're not being built, that means there's less houses out in the housing market for people to buy. This causes the houses to go up. Now, here's the other thing. Um, turns out we're printing money like fucking crazy at this point, And we're just sending everybody checks for whatever the hell these COVID checks were for. $1,000, $1,500, whatever they were for every person. So people just have money and are like stupid making money doing nothing, which is awesome. I mean, you know, we all like money. But we're not thinking, it's awesome when you're not thinking about inflation coming. So what happens is you're getting all these checks and you're like, yeah, I don't need to work. I don't need to produce anything. I can just spend money. There's not going to be anything bad. All right. So the housing is going up, 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 and up. And there's so little supply. So then there's so much um demand for housing, you know, it keeps getting crazy. 
Problem is when your house goes up in value, now your property taxes, they're based on a percentage of the value of your house. So if your house was 200,000, now it's worth 500,000, then your taxes are gonna reflect that $500,000 house. Right. Now, if you live in a place where your annual property taxes are $800, not such a big deal. If you live in a place where your annual property taxes are $10,000, well, going from 10,000 to 20,000, kind of a big deal. Right. Um, going from 800 to 1600, yeah, it sucks, but not as big a deal as going from 10,000 to 20,000. Right. That's where you run into a dilemma. Now, it's getting even stupider. So the government, the Fed, Federal Reserve is like, hey, this shit's kind of getting out of control. And it's not just housing. It's the grocery store. I, I don't know if you guys have gotten gas in the last year, but it, it's not good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think right now as well, we let's speak, break it down. diesel's like 540. Yeah, yeah let's break it down. So inflation in January was 7.48%. Average inflation or inflation in 2011 was 3.2 percent. That's about that's about average for the past 50 years. So January this month this year was 7.48. February was 7.87. March is 8.54. So every month inflation is increasing. How much have your wages gone up? 3.4 percent, less than half the increase of of inflation. So. Money's getting less valuable and you're not making enough money to keep up with it. Even if you're you get not a, making more. Yeah, even if you get a, a 10% raise by next month, that's not going to mean anything. That means you're going to be making less than you did last year. It's a, it's a yeah. tax on, on everybody, basically, is what it is. It's a, a hidden tax, you know, because they right. can just print more money. And a lot of people talk about this. Easy come, easy go. Yeah, a lot of people talk about this like, you know, it's fucking welfare moms eating lobster and shit like that. But right, let's let's right. break it down a little bit a little bit better. So Jeff Bezos, they're proposing giving Jeff Bezos ten billion dollars to land shit on the moon for some reason, because that's important. So ten billion dollars, if you break that down and instead gave it to all the, the welfare moms on WIC, every one of them could buy okay. 660 pounds of lobster tail. That's how much money they're giving to yes. this asshole that already has $150 billion. He doesn't need any more. Yeah. But we just give you know the shit away, right? Money. What's that? Fuck it. I got to use my own money. <laughs> you know it. what I mean? Right. I'd like to go to the moon. I mean, maybe we could set a Starbucks up, up there, though. You ever think yes. of that? I mean, you got to yes. realize, you know. Like, what if one day we travel to the moon? Wouldn't it be nice if there was already an up and running Starbucks there? It would See? be nice. I'd like a you Starbucks. I mean, there's right. And honestly, right. honestly, how are you going to get your deliveries on the moon if Jeff Bezos isn't sending Amazon packages up? See exactly. what I'm saying? Doesn't even make sense to do it Could any you other really way. Really live? I mean, I know 20 years ago we could live without Amazon. But could yeah, you live in today's I don't, world? I don't Amazon? think so. That's no. ridiculous. You're talking crazy. No. Right. So, I mean, you got to realize that, you know, actions have consequences. And if we don't give this guy the money, we're not going to have Amazon delivered to the moon. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I feel exactly. like it's important 
it's important that they take money out of my paycheck and give it to somebody yes. that does, doesn't pay any taxes. You know, last year he didn't pay any fucking yes. taxes at all. And he also got $4,000 because he has two kids and he got the child tax credit. So he actually made child money from credit. the government just on his taxes. Shit, that must be nice, yes. man. Pay no taxes all year and then just get a check from the government. I've been oh, trying I'm to do that and it doesn't work out for me. Where, dude, they took they took $22,000 in taxes between state and federal out of my paycheck last year. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I only owe them 400. Mhm. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, you're excited at the end of the year. Oh, I I got a thousand dollars back of the money I gave already gave you. Like people yeah, say, yeah. they say paying taxes. You don't pay taxes. That shit's gone yeah. before you get your check. They take that money. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I'm paying an additional. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, it's crazy. So, all right. So let me let me get back to this though. So with the housing, now they're like, well, there's inflation. Shit's going up. We need to slow that down. So the Federal Reserve is like, well, how about we raise the the um, interest rate about a half a percent, a half a point, I guess is what they say. But mm-hmm. bottom line, how that translates to you is the average 30-year fixed mortgage two months ago was, or no, in January, was about 2.9%. And now the average 30-year fixed mortgage is 5.4%. Now that's a big deal because what it means is your buying power, if you have $1,000 that you can put towards your housing every month, then all of a sudden now you need like $1,600 to put towards your housing every month to buy the same house. Mm -hmm. So you're thinking... Well, then that's going to make the houses come back down. But that's not necessarily the case because there's this whole supply-demand thing happening. And right now, there's no freaking houses. Right. Um, So, because new construction and whatever hasn't kept up with. Right, because it's not not worth the money to do it. Right. But nobody, and you know, you've been to the lumber store. You've seen that two-by-fours are are $10. Right. Mm -hmm. So... Good luck. Oh, you don't want to buy my house for this price? Go build one. Right. Yeah, good luck with that. wait, I can't. You know, and and that's the thing. And nobody's going to work. So, and if you did, apparently, so I I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but I know that people at at my my company that I work at, um, if they take off work from Friday to back to Monday, they're off Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. They have no idea how to work anymore. Like they, I don't know what I'm <laughs> doing. I forgot everything. I, huh? I don't even know where I, I don't even know where my station is. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. They're blinking lights. I don't know what's going on. It's like watching the Simpsons when he's at the nuclear power plant. Right. Yeah. It's like that. So I can't even imagine now that people have taken a year or two out out of the workforce, right? Mm-hmm. They've sat home and now they got to go back. It's like, what? Where am I? They don't have any clue what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure it's ever coming back. I, 
that that may be a slight exaggeration, but I don't know if you've been to these places. And mm-hmm. it, it's a little rough. Yeah. Um, yeah. As far as our our paychecks keeping up, the uh, I can't help my employer's like, well, you know, when we hired you a couple of years ago, we told you that we like to be in the 80th percentile on pay. So that way we're competitive and always get the, uh, you know, the best right. people. Now they're like, well, we're shooting for 50% because <laughs> average feels pretty good. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, inflation's happening and you're shooting for, you know, 50% competitive. I'm like, that's not really competitive. You know? Yeah. That's, yeah. That's you know, and, and they apart. say, here's a fucked up thing. They say that 8% of inflation, 8% of the, you know, 8.54% of the inflation. 8% yeah. is caused just from companies saying, well, prices are going up so we can charge more. Not because they have to pay more, but because they can charge more yeah. because prices are going up and everyone's just going to think it's inflation. So that means that big corporations are making more money. Well, we just keep making less money. Right. So then... I watch all these news stories because I'm like, well, we're going to do a podcast on inflation. We're going to talk about how things are going. And all the news stories have all these like former Federal Reserve chairmen and, and, you know, important big money thinkers and economists. And every one of them is like, yeah, there, there is inflation. It, it's definitely getting crazy, but I'm pretty sure it's going to level off now and everything's going to be good. And I'm like, yeah, this nah. Is based on based on what? what? Right. The supply chain um, problems. Have oh, been fixed? you mean you mean you want is to be able to move your money around and and take care of shit before I crash everything completely? That's what you mean. You mean just give me a little more time to get my shit square, and then you know then the world can fall apart. I think that's mm-hmm. what they're doing. Um. So. I don't know. That that just is very concerning to me. Now, is there anything we can even do about inflation, Kevin? Like, are we just screwed? Or Yeah, you're pretty much just screwed. But, I mean, there are some, much some ideas screwed. that you can do to try and, like, keep from getting, you and know. Get ahead. I, I remember listening to a story. It was about a, a, a POW was talking about his experiences in a POW camp. And uh, All right. they had him tied up, and they were questioning him. And they were, they were uh, you know, stripped him of his clothes and were caning him, at, you know, just yeah. giving, him, giving him wax with, with a bamboo shoot. And then they stopped, and one of the guys started pissing on him. And he was thinking, he said, he, he was thinking at the time, I wish, I wish this guy, they were just hitting me with the cane instead of pissing on me right now. So, mm-hmm. so you basically have the choice between getting hit with the cane or getting pissed on. So... Let's let's shoot for getting hit with the cane. And these are some ideas that you can try and do. Uh, you can take right. your money out of savings where it's just losing value and then try and invest it in, in stocks, right? A lot of people don't have a whole lot of money in savings. You know, if you do, right. you let, should move it someplace let me stop else. You. Let, let me stop you right there. I'm somebody who actually tries to pay attention. Mm-hmm. And I think yesterday it said my 401k is down 12, 14% for the year. Right, right. Well, you've got a shitty 401k, yeah. but also that's happening. So 
if you yeah. invest so I'm in not a... sure that's the move. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Let me give you another option. This is also a terrible one. And invest all your right. money in a house. Now that houses have gone through yes, the roof prices. Estate. Yeah, prices. So you can't afford a house. What you should and, do is right, sell yeah. the house that you own right now and move into a tent in the woods. Right. They're saying that, that real estate and property... So 50% of the people are saying it's going to plummet and come back down because of the reasons I just gave you a minute ago. You have high property taxes, which again, that's part of your monthly payment. So you right. have to figure that in. Mm -hmm. So based on the value, you have high interest rates. Right. So in theory, people's money towards principal is going to go down that means the buying market is going to be at a way lower price point, meaning that the prices of houses has to come down. That's one way to logically approach it. Sounds right. logical to me. Mm -hmm. But then I would tell you that money isn't worth shit, so I still want a shit ton of it if you want to buy my house. Right. Because I can't go rent anything. I can't live anywhere. Right. Because so I have no idea is my point. Mm -hmm. The housing market, it could just keep climbing up. My house will be worth a million bucks next year. Or nobody's gonna be able to buy shit and my house is gonna be worth sixty thousand mm -hmm. next year. All right. I don't know. So here's another bad option. Invest in gold. All right, let's hear it. Invest in gold. Yes. So now go ahead. You can you can physically take your cash and buy gold with it. That's probably the easiest yes. way to do it. You can also have a broker invest it for you. They're going to do a better job at, at doing it, but they're also going to charge you a fee. So, I mean, if I would do a lot of research before you start buying, you know, changing your cash into gold, however you decide to do it. Okay. Now, here's what Warren Buffett, the most brilliant investor in the world, and I say that, He's the most brilliant investor who's willing to do shady shit and will give you advice that works for him, but maybe not for you. Right. Brilliant investor in the world. So Warren Buffett has to say about gold is if you invest in real estate or something cool that pays you dividends. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about like a, a REIT, maybe real estate investment trust something mm -hmm. like that where they're building like shopping malls that you know people pay rent and whatever but what if that shopping mall is empty right, right? and you're fine what if the companies that are renting the giant warehouse that you have are just like you know what i can't stay in business because my suppliers all suck um nothing's getting delivered because diesel's 535 a gallon and nobody can afford to move product mm-hmm these things or, matter. Yeah. Or if, you know, you're renting out offices and everybody's working from home, you know, any exactly. sort of thing. If that if that building isn't being occupied or, you know, paying rent, then you're out of those dividends. Right. So where I am kind of focusing now, money, I'm still putting money in my 401k every month. I'm not not you know, trying to protect myself. Although I did switch some stuff around last night because I'm like, this is ridiculous. I wish there was a place where I could keep putting money into my 401k 
but it not be invested in anything. Mm -hmm. Turns out they don't really give you an option to do that. Like there kind of is, but not really. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a, another problem. Um, so then I'm shifting all that stuff around. I got to say anything I know that I want that is going to actually bring real value. I'm purchasing. Mm -hmm. Um, so like getting your vehicles running properly, I think it's worth doing, especially if your local dealer is going to do it for free for you, then I would say do that. Right. But I would say definitely get your vehicles running, take care of your house because not necessarily for the investment opportunity, but if you can do things for your house that are going to ensure that it's good for you to live there and be safe for the next 30 years, I would say do it. Um, food. Stuff that you can store and keep that actually seems reasonable to you. Like, I, I'm not saying go out and buy three years of long-term food storage that's freeze-dried, whatever. No, I'm saying the stuff that you're actually going to use and it's going to keep. Now, I like the long-term food storage, but I got to say, if money's tight and I'm trying to decide what to do with it, that might well, not be the way to go. And, you know, on a small, small scale, you can invest in, in uh, like, pork belly futures and shit like that. You know that's... Yes. But you know the cost of pork is going to go up 10%, and pork futures are, is not going to go up that much. So you could actually buy canned pork and save money on that. The problem is then you have to eat canned pork. So you have to think about, right. think about, you know, the cost of things and how things go up and being a prepper and stocking up on foods and things like that. Not a bad idea right now. If you have money in the bank, it might be better to have money, you know, on your shelf somewhere, uh, you know, for, for things that are going to go up in cost. All right. So here's another uh, terrible idea on, on how to invest your money. This isn't as bad. This might be the best option. Invest in yourself. All right. So invest in yes. education. Learning how to do something. Right? Yes. Inven so whether that's education. a degree or whether it's just a skill. Yeah. Learning how to do something, um, welding, you know, a million things like that. Invest in your business. Maybe mm -hmm. you are a roofer and you buy a bunch of shingles now. Nothing wrong with that. Um, maybe you, you know, you're a mechanic and you have certain car parts that you, you know, you buy all the time and you need, you know, your consumables, mm -hmm. right? Um, maybe you're a tire shop and you put more tires, you know, on your shelf and, and just ready. You know, I don't know, but think about where you can invest in something that's going to actually bring you a return in real commodities. I would say any of this is a gamble. Like, yeah, I could say, oh, you're a builder. Go buy lumber now before lumber, you know, goes even crazier. And then next week, two by fours could be back to $3 a piece. Right. Any of it is some kind of risk. But you know your industry, you know the direction it's heading, and you need to kind of see what you can do about it. Um I have certain things that like 
things I was going to build on my property. You know, I'd talk to you guys about, you know, the shooting range stuff and things like that. Um, some of the lumber, the, the bigger, heavier boards, like the four by fours and things like that had not gone up in price yet. So I went and, and purchased them because I knew it was something I'm going to do. Um, buying something that's not going to give you a return, I would say stay away from. Um, going out and buying a 60-inch TV that's UHD or whatever, and you're like, well, it's only going to be more expensive later. I agree with you. It's only going to be more expensive later, but it's not the best move for your money. Mm-hmm. Um because you still can't resell your TV, you know? But if you're like, hey, this is what I need and this is the only thing that brings me joy in life, then, you know, knock yourself out, dude. You mm-hmm. know, whatever. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't put it on a credit card, but if you had the cash. And and the thing is, too, people don't understand. They're like, well, I have the cash, but you're not paying off your credit cards that's not a good move. Yeah, and like you gotta. And let's talk about that real quick because right now, okay, inflation is a benefit for if you have large amounts of debt because that that money is worth less. The money that you owe is worth yes. less. But interest rates are going up, so that card that you're paying nineteen point nine percent interest might be up to twenty five percent interest. So. Paying off those credit cards right now is a good investment. If you have a large amount of credit card debt, that should be your focus right now is paying that off as fast as possible because your money's going to go the farthest and the longer you let it sit, the the more money you're going to owe. So that might be a good way to focus your money this, this next year. Right. Now, you may have missed the boat on refinancing. Um, I really doubt you have a crappier interest rate than what they're offering now. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do, you should consider refinancing. But here's my big warning. Um, if your house was worth $200,000 a year ago or two years ago, but now it's worth $600,000, do not go borrow $550,000 against your house and unless you have a really good plan for your, that money, because mm-hmm. if you just go get it to go buy a boat and all kinds of cool shit, you realistically run the risk of it dropping back down to $200,000. You know, markets do sometimes make corrections and go right. back to now where they Now you can't were. sell that house. And now you can't you sell that house. You owe a shit ton and all of a sudden your bills are going up. That's something you need to realize. Um, I had mentioned to you guys, I actually kind of refinanced my house and got a lower interest rate, lower payment, got rid of all my debt where I put it at the cheaper interest rate, but I still borrowed less money than what I paid for my house. And the value is actually over double what I paid for the house is what this fantasy market believes, you mm-hmm. know? Right. But like I said, I would not count on that as something that I could do. But what I did do is now I can make a payment every month that is over double what 
is agreed upon with my mortgage company as the payment. Mm -hmm. So what that means is if inflation gets away from us, if I can't afford my bills, I can just make smaller payments and it's not, I'm not going to lose my house. Right. Right. So that's something to think about. Another thing, let me tell you, because I thought everybody knew this, but maybe people didn't go through the same drama that, that I saw growing up. Um, maybe they just aren't paying attention, but only get a fixed rate mortgage. Can I tell you that? Cause yeah, that's smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, do, you're gonna you're gonna have a lower interest rate if you get a variable interest. You know, right. if you if you get a variable interest rate, you're gonna have a lower monthly payment until that goes up. And right now, it's right. going up. If you have a variable right now rate, right? Yeah, go ahead. They're they're saying right now five point four percent, which sounds shitty. You're like, oh, it could come back down. It won't, but it could, but mm-hmm. it won't. All right, so 5.4, you're like, oh, but they'll give me four if I, you know, do variable, right? Mm-hmm. And so that sounds great or whatever. Maybe they'll even give you three and a half, you know, I don't know. But then they're saying it's going to be six by next year and they're expecting 8.2% by 2025. Right. That's going to be a problem. It's very realistic. It could even get shittier than that because I hate to say it, the Federal Reserve likes to be optimistic. They actually always like to kind of prepare people for the direction it's going, but they try and pretend like, hey, don't panic yet. Yeah. Because they don't want people to go crazy. Because when people panic, like Kevin said, they actually overcorrect. You know, when you mentioned the the business is charging 9% more or whatever, mm-hmm. they overcorrect to accommodate that world and it becomes one of those self-fulfilling prophecies. Mm-hmm. So they actually slant it more the other way. I'm just saying with that, you may want to keep an eye out because inflation interest is only going to go up and you just cannot expose yourself to something you can't control. Mm-hmm. There's a reason they're trying to push you into that variable. Um, I mean, it is possible that it works out good for you, but when there's no real limits or no realistic limits, Mm -hmm. then it's too much of a gamble. So let me just throw that bit of advice out there for you. And hopefully uh, you take that into consideration and I hate to say it. Maybe it's not the best time to be buying property. You know, if you find the right deal, do it, but I wouldn't count on the market staying where it is. But it's definitely possible that it's going to keep going up. I mean, like I said, it's just so much unknown because we're at the mercy of the decisions that politicians make right now. Yeah. But I will say that diesel going up to five thirty-five or whatever is something you need to be aware of. That is going to affect the prices of goods on the shelf. That is going to affect you know shipping and all this kind of stuff. You need to kind of start to prepare for things and be aware of what's coming. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just to point it out, like you were about what you were saying with, uh, with politicians, you know, we elect people that are really good at talking, but for the most part, they're, they're idiots. They don't know what's good or, or bad for the, for the world. They don't know what's good or bad for us. They're fucking retards. 
But, you know, they sound good on TV. So, I mean, just keep that in mind when you're, uh, when you're, when you're voting coming up here. Um, vote for the ugly guy because he's probably smarter. Yeah. Don't for, vote for the guy with the good, good hair and a pretty face. Just pay attention to who you know, you're voting for, you, either Republican or Democrat primaries. The, Go ahead. Would you put Trump in the good hair category? Oh, not? Jesus Christ. I'm not. Don't get me talking about his hair. I got I got 45 minutes worth of material about Trump's hair alone. I think we're good. Let's not get into that. All right. All right. So what we're saying is realize things are coming and it is time to maybe cinch those belts a little bit. And also keep in mind that we keep things are still getting ugly in the uh in the world as far as war and futures and things it's not a pretty world out there Mm -hmm. um and also inside our own country we're getting a little divisive um i'm seeing a little thing starting to heat up again on the the political home front um a bunch of touchy issues keep coming to the forefront and the world's getting a little crazy so i would say maybe it's time to start paying attention and uh, keep an eye on things. And like I said, take care of your own business. Don't spend recklessly, but buy the things you need. Take care of what you need to take care of. And try and stay out of debt. That's what I, my advice to you. Um, but uh, take care of your family. Take care of business. Get shit squared away. Yeah. Have you done a uh, change in subject here, but have you noticed all the uh, fires and suicides happening in Russia yeah. lately. There's not a lot of information or accurate information coming out of Russia right now. That's but the there's a lot of crazy shit going on. A lot of shit is blowing up. Um, supply lines, railroad tracks, um, factories. And in the past uh, six months, like several very wealthy oligarchs have committed suicide. Like the weird suicide that happens in Russia, not like real suicide. Like, uh, you know, a couple of guys killed their entire family and then themselves. A couple of guys just shot themselves in the head. No real explanations, but like real suspicious type type shit. And let's be honest. They do a lot of assassinations in Russia. That's not like a, a something that doesn't happen very often. A lot of people die in like weird cir- circumstances where they're like, hey, we know nothing about it. Yeah, I was running. He was running against Vladimir Putin. And he was walking down the street and five guys uh, hopped out of a car and shot him to death and then drove away. We have no he idea who did it. seen that play out. Right. No idea who did it. Oh, this guy confessed. So we, uh, we killed him when we were trying to arrest him accidentally. So that's it. Wrapped up. So he was like, hey, I did it. And then we shot him in the head. I mean, it yeah. was like, hey, <laughs> weird, um, weird how that, yeah. how that happens. Sometimes. A lot of people fall out of winding, um, windows in Russia, too. Strange, man. It seems like their windows are really unsafe over there. They they should. You know, we maybe OSHA. Maybe we could send some guys over there to help straighten them out. You know, if they mm. had better building codes, yeah, they that's might probably the problem. Yeah, a lot of people seem to be dying from 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 that. So maybe that would be a good idea. Accident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. No, another thing that, like I said, the world just seems topsy turvy. Like I feel like you can't ignore. That we keep having these uh, unexplained uh, 
warehouses, food storage warehouses burning down mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. That's unbelievable. I think Tucker Carlson, I was watching a, a YouTube video of it, not somebody that I actually enjoy, to be honest. But um, he was like, yeah, look at this. Uh, there's been 12 different uh, food warehouse or storage facilities that have burned down. And he's like, we scheduled the show and two more happened in the like two days up right. to doing the show. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's not on the news, but yeah, there's not very, I mean, Tucker, Tucker Carlton um, is the news, but there, I mean, there's yeah, not a whole yeah. lot of aside of him. There's a whole, not a whole lot of talk about it, but it's happening in the United right. States but, too. And then have you seen these uh, chicken factories just killing all the chickens because of the bird flu or whatever? Mm-hmm. I think I just read one, like they killed 5.7 million chickens in one factory because one of the birds tested positive for bird flu. And I don't know what all that, you know, entails, but I feel like maybe we shouldn't be destroying tons of food at the same time that the supply chain's fucking up. We can't ship anything and inflation's out of control and we're not getting any Russia or any weed out of Russia and mm-hmm. things are falling apart. I'm just saying there's a lot going on right now. And if I were a conspiracy minded person, I would think that forces may be aligning kind of against things, maintaining the status quo. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, so we approached this episode a little bit different, right? It was a little more conversation with me and uh, Kevin. Uh, let us know in the uh, Facebook group if uh, this is a direction you appreciate or if you'd rather we just kind of get down to business. Um, you know, that that's up to you. You can also, if you're not a, a not on Facebook, not participating with shit like that, you may want to uh, email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, otherwise, uh, you can get some badass gear. I don't know if you guys know about this. We have some pretty cool fucking shirts that you can get at Mm -hmm. preppingbadass.com. Kevin's got a really cool flag with the Prepping Badass logo on it. A lot of cool things there. We also have uh, some other neat shit. Uh, You can support us at patreon.com. And... uh, you can, if you subscribe with any amount of money, anything a dollar or more a month, and we actually uh, will send you a prepping badass patch that's pretty cool and pretty unique. Um, we have a few of those. And uh, if you feel that you're owed one of those and you haven't gotten it, sometimes Kevin drops the ball. I'm willing to blame him on this one. And uh, you can email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com just let us know that you haven't gotten yours and we would be happy to correct that oversight maybe uh we could accommodate you otherwise i would say stay safe and we'll talk to you guys next week the survival and basic badass podcast is a proud member of the self-defense radio network